Ed, you're next. You're and your name just formally for the record, sir. Yes. Thank you, Ed. Welcome to you, sir. Yes, My name is Edward Fortune. Publicly, I've been calling myself the New Jersey weed man for 20 years. I've been advocating for the legalization of marijuana for 20 years. I know that word has become bad. You can't call it marijuana anymore. It's cannabis, weed, herb, either way. Uh, the result of my public advocation and the result of these bad laws is I've been, I've been in prison once, I've had an extended jail term once, and my life, I feel, was ruined in 1997. So for the last 20 years, I've been definitely advocating for the legalization of marijuana, of cannabis. But I am opposed to this particular bill. I do not think this bill goes in the a, in a, in a right direction on, on, on several aspects. There's several things that aren't even included at all. Uh, there was a couple preachers that were up here, and none of them even mentioned that there's no religious exemption in this bill at all. Like, there's, I don't think there's one word about the religious exemption. And there are people, there's a diverse state, there are people who use cannabis religiously in this state. These people will still be subject to arrest. Okay, that's one thing. Uh, Again, we've, there's been a lot talked about diversity. I don't think there's very much diversity in this bill. We know who's getting, going to get the, the licenses, going to get the dispensaries, going to be able to sell marijuana to the people. I call them the Caucasian Cannabis Corporations, the CCCs. You know, that might be a little offensive to some people, but that's exactly what's going on here. People like me who have sold marijuana, and, I, and I'll admit, I probably represent the black market here. The biggest market in cannabis is the black market, and we are not going anywhere. What are you going to do with us? If you pass this bill tomorrow, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop selling marijuana. In fact, I probably will sell it more. There's a lot of things in this bill that will do nothing but help us. $500 uh, an ounce for, for marijuana clearly helps the black market who sell theirs at half the price. There's a lot of mistakes that are being done in this bill. I would much rather be a legal citizen. I really would. I don't want to get arrested again. I don't want to go to jail again. But I think I will be one of these guys who will be challenging the law openly. I'm not going to hide it. I, the day you pass this bill, people like me are going to be emboldened to start selling weed like the white guys. And once you do that, fine. Me, a person like me, I will welcome the prosecution. I don't think you'll get 12 people to find me guilty. That will be my defense, that I am selling weed like the white guys. And there will be somebody on my jury who's going to say he's right. Hey, thank you, Ed. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Also feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC Sativa Podcasts. You can check out and find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will help bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. You can, you, we plan on doing really big things with our humble little projects, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational 
states and doing on-field work. By supporting us, you're able to help us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to HTTPS colon slash slash anchor dot FM slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. So welcome to this edition of Name and Shame Sundays. I'm your gracious host, Cannabis Sativa, as always. Um, so today's um, Name and Shame is going to be um, a local one. Um, I think what I'm going to be doing going forward is um, on Sundays, I'm, I'm going to continue to do these name and shame things. But um, what I'm going to end up doing is that I think I'm going to start doing two name and shames each Sunday. So one one of them will be local. So, so a, a name and shame story from my area, Legal Grass, Massachusetts. And then a name and shame story from um, a- across the United States. So pretty much any state as, 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 as I've usually been doing. So um, this first name and shame will be um, a local based one. And this one just, this story just filled me with just so much rage and just really, really bothered me. Um, so I, I think I'll, I'll do that. And I think I'll actually do a, a second story as well. So I'm going to read two stories in this one. So, okay. So the first one is from Mass Live. And um, it it's titled Springfield Police. 150 customers attended a legal marijuana vendor party at Mardi Gras Strip Club. So the byline. So the author is Jim Kenny. Okay, so let me read it. Springfield. This Friday, I mean the Friday, the Friday night marijuana bus on the third floor of Mardi Gras Strip Club at 393 Dwight Street was an illegal underground cannabis vendor party that drew 150 customers and 30 to 40 sellers of the drug. Springfield police said Saturday, police seized 200 pounds of marijuana, prompting Springfield Mayor Dominic J. Sarno to call for the for disciplinary disciplinary hearings that could result in the loss of liquor licenses at the establishment. Undercover police allegedly bought bought, bought marijuana at the event. During the process of enforcing the law, many many vendors and customers left the premises abandoning their marijuana. Police said, arrested were Alyssa Nowak, twenty four of. Bellingham, Massachusetts, and Hemat Shami of 1100 block of block of Worcester Street, Springfield. Booking photos will be available following a court appearance Monday, Springfield police said. Both were charged with two counts of distri- of distribution of a class D drug and were charged with intent to distribute a class D drug. Neither are licensed to sell marijuana by the state's Cannabis Control Commission, police said. Dan Kelly, attorney for Mardi Gras Entertainment, Inc., and its president, Anthony L. Santaleo, said Saturday that it is inaccurate to say that the bus was at Mardi Gras. 
it is a 50,000 square foot building with multiple tenants, he said. You can't even get from the, Ma from the Mardi Gras to this space. Kelly said the third floor is an open warehouse space that was rented out, but he had few details on what the landlords thought was going on there. But he said the third floor state is not part of any state space included in the three liquor licenses. The Mardi Gras, the 350 Grill Steakhouse, or Smokey Joe's Cigar Bar. Sarno, in a statement released Saturday, said he, he received early morning updates from the police commissioner, John Barbary, and licensing director, Alicia Days. Following the briefing, Sarno said he ordered he ordered public health, safety, and entertainment license hearings on the Springfield Police Department drug raid at the Mardi Gras Strip Club. The Mardi Gras establishment will face all appropriate sanctions all the way up to revocation of any and all licenses, Sarno said. The Mardi Gras bills itself as the largest strip club in the region and New England's bachelor party headquarters. Records on fire at the Hamden Re Registry of Deeds show the property is owned by BSC Realty, a company controlled by James Santaleo of, of Longmeadow. Alright, so that's the end of the article. So um, I'm just going to unpack that before um, moving on to the next story. So... So... It's just... It's... That's that, that's just a bunch of bullshit. That's one. Oh man, I'm, I swore again. I got I got to really cut back. Maybe I'll maybe I'll edit it out. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's it's BS and it's 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 ridiculous. It really is. And um, these people were just these people weren't doing anything that was harming anyone. And you know they were just selling cannabis to consenting grown adults over twenty one. You know, they're just mad that a the cannabis control commission and 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 the uh, and the state aren't getting taxes from these sales, and b um because they can't tightly control and and regulate it even though nothing wrong was really happening, and 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 these cops are just operating on on, on a reefer madness prohibit prohibition mindset. You know, this is this is so-called quote-unquote legalization. Yet, you know, um, if you were to try to apply for a license in, in the legal ways, you know, it would be hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get your foot in the door, if not more. You know, so I don't blame these vendors for for trying to sort of go underground and and and, and make their living and feed themselves that way. I mean. When you make these licenses so expensive and hard to get, so only the most richest venture capitalists can even pay to play in this in this retail marijuana market, you're gonna have things like this happen. You know, I mean, you should just make it so it's decriminalized all across the board. So you know, private sales would be a okay. You know, they should legalize private sales, in my opinion, and allow things like this to happen. You know. I'm guessing many of these people that were busted were were people were either a rec, rec users that that don't have dispensaries near them that are going to these sessions because 
the legal market isn't really meeting their need and b these are these are probably medical marijuana patients that don't have the 200 or whatever dollars it costs to get a card and they and because of that and because of that they're they're going to these sessions and they're going to these sort of meetups with these vendors and getting their 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 medicine that way you know you're just cracking down on on innocent consenting adults that's all it is you know they're not this isn't in the cops are trying to make it under the guise of public safety but there was no victim in this fucking crime here there just wasn't at all no one got hurt no one no one had their property damaged no one got robbed no one got killed no one got hurt no one got assaulted no one got raped nothing none of those things happened it was just people people doing private sales of cannabis without without paying the state to do it big whoop you know maybe if you maybe maybe if they made more than eight retail shops in this damn state people wouldn't feel the fucking need to do this but because because of the government's incompetence at this you're having people go seeking the black market because the the legal market sucks it sucks right now right now grams are twenty dollars per gram it's twenty dollars a gram it's it's a, it's a 420 or 430 dollars for a fucking ounce that's highway robbery okay it's highway robbery that's no way to that's no way to make it so the black market gets squashed the way you make it so the black market gets squashed is a you, you have as little regulation as possible just basic regulation like like lab testing and 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 just basic basic stuff like that lab testing and you know you know labeling on the thing that's all you need to really do and and you know make sure people yeah that's all you really need to do you know you just need laws for labeling you just need laws to protect you know tenants from being evicted for using a state legal substance you just really need laws to prevent um employers from firing cannabis users that's all you really need you know you can just like oklahoma oklahoma did everything right they made it so like their lawmakers they're they they put a very strict timeline in the ballot measure for for medical marijuana in their state so within x amount of days the state has to, to grant licenses within x amount of days you know they had to approve vendors or whatever within x amount of months you know this set needs to be up and running and there could be no excuses and as a result they have they're, they're going to be a, they're currently a, a medical marijuana powerhouse it's very it's very easy to set up shop there you know make it so make it so it's it's, it's cheap to, to to go legal make it so it's only a few thousand dollars or or, or even less than that if possible do, do that you know you don't you don't need regulations you just have to make sure people getting the cannabis are over 21 that's all you need to really do you know you don't need five milligram edible serving uh uh portions or whatever to protect people because people are just gonna buy more and then take what they want to take anyway you know you don't you know if if you make it so anyone can can could get in the industry and it's, it's it's very cheap to do so then a lot of these black market people will go will go legitimate and you're not going to have to do these raids and 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 rant about this made up issue you know but i mean 
that's 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 one of of many ways that they can that they can make this a lot better. You know, I mean, I'm I'm I try not to put politics or partisan politics in this podcast, but um, full disclosure, like I've like I've said before, I I, I consider myself a, a leftist progressive for the most part, uh, independent minded progressive. But um, with, with weed, I'm I'm very sort of libertarian. I don't really. I don't want a lot of regulation because I don't trust most most lawmakers to really to really do it right because a lot of them view cannabis with contempt and they'll over regulate it and you know they'll put regulations that they that they're pulling out of their bums that they don't really it's not really coming from science or, or public safety it's coming from reefer madness and, and contempt for the drug and the people that use it you know. I mean, that's sort of my rant and sort of my feelings about this particular piece. So let's go to the final one and then and then that'll be it for this episode. So just bear with me one moment. Bear with me one sec. Do, do, do. Let, me go, let me go and look for this. Do, do. Just bear with me one moment look on my Twitter feed and see where I put the story Just bear with me one sec I'm almost there alright there we go alright um, now I'm going to read the, the next article and this is a Boston Globe article and the article is titled um, let me let me get it okay so it's a Boston Globe article house condemned as police bus pot growing operation three face charges by Felicia Gans, Globe staff. Police said in, said a Braintree house ha- was condemned and at least one person arrested after they uncovered an illegal marijuana growing operation that functioned in four locations in Braintree, Quincy, and Westford. Braintree police searched four locations Wednesday after several weeks of investigation. They found marijuana pa- plants, packaged marijuana, and equipment used to grow marijuana police wrote in a press release Braintree police began investigating the home at 350 Shaw Street in December believing it to be a marijuana grow house and then discovered three other addresses allegedly collected connected to the operation 360 Belmont Street and 16 Newport Terrence in Quincy and 75 Tenney Road in Westford Police did not say how much marijuana plants were found, but said that the searches resulted in seizure of enough marijuana to meet trafficking weight element of Massachusetts drug laws, which prohibits the cultivation of 50 pounds of mo- or more of marijuana. These, these unregulated homegrew operations can create a serious public safety hazard for several reasons. Yeah, my a public safety hazard, my ass. I mean, this this is rich coming from um, police that um, that that um, create public safety hazards through police brutality and profiling people and using excessive force when it ain't needed. But I digress. Let me continue reading. Dangerous chemicals and faulty wiring are often used to set up these sites, and most often the ho- homes are not lived in. Additionally, they create a prime atmosphere for black mold to form and flourish. 
Zhu Feng Wang, 30, of Boston, was arrested at the Brain Street address Wednesday and charged with trafficking in in a Class D substance, marijuana, and conspiracy to violate drug laws. Two other people are facing charges. A 48-year-old Quincy man will be charged with trafficking with trafficking a Class D substance, marijuana, subsequent subsequent offense, and 23-year-old Quincy woman will be charged with trafficking a Class D substance, marijuana. As as of Thursday afternoon, neither has been arrested. Police wrote on Twitter on Wednesday that the Board of Health had condemned the home, citing faulty wiring and dangerous chemicals. Yes, marijuana is legal. Growing it in our neighborhoods is not, police tweeted. Growing marijuana in a private residence is legal in Massachusetts, but the number of plants Braintree police found was above the number allowed. Residents can grow up to six marijuana plants at home and 12 plants if the home has two or more adults. And that's the end of the article. So people were busted for 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 growing cannabis in in again like the like the other story in a victimless crime. I'm I'm I, I would wager and I would speculate the guess that a lot of these um patients or a lot of these people that these growers were growing for were people would would using cannabis for a medical need. You know that 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 don't feel that the medical market is is meeting their their needs. You know, they don't want to pay 200 or or whatever for the card. They don't want to be on the list and lose their gun rights. They don't want they don't want to go to these dispensaries that overcharge and 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 and, and still make us pay 15 a gram. It's, it's 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 ridiculous. It really is. You know, this harmed no one, you know. You know, if they were microbrewing lots of beer, these these cops wouldn't give a fuck. But because it's 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 cannabis, you know, they have to they have to regulate and bust like it's like like people are are, are, are ferment are creating yellow cake uranium or some some crap like that, you know? And it's sad and it's ridiculous. This this harms no one, you know, this really harms no one. They weren't killing anyone, they weren't hurting anyone, they weren't destructing other people's property, they were just growing they're just growing some marijuana and, and selling it, you know, to meet an unmet need that 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 so far retail sales haven't met, and to meet a need for medical patients that you know aren't they don't have cards that aren't being that aren't that don't feel that the system that the medical system is really really working for them or or feel it's too expensive or inaccessible or don't feel that it's worth getting the card and being on the list. You know, this this is just prohibition 2.0. You know, we make it so so the barrier of entry to be legit is so gosh darn high that people have to be underground and have to have to do it outside the legal system because they can't afford to go legit. But you know, the millionaires and the WalMarts of weed, people with millions on hand, could could afford to to eat up the cost and eat up the expenses that going legal does and going legal takes but these growers i would venture to guess don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to 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 pay a town to to open up a dispensary you know it's nuts it's crazy but um i guess that sort of wraps up what i i feel about this story um 
and that wraps up this this um, episode of, of Name and Shame Sundays. Um, I'm, I'm your gracious host as always, Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. <laughs>